Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Hold on, my mic is a little hot here. How's that? That's a little better. Uh, By the grace of God, it is finally Friday, ladies and gentlemen. For many of you, yesterday was Friday. For many of you, Monday was Friday. (laughs) Yeah, this is one of those uh, holiday weekends. You know, I can't have blow-off work weeks, but some people can, and certainly people have uh, blow-off work days. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, some people, obviously, this, this weekend is kind of the last throes of summer. Your kids are like, you know, going to be going back to school if they haven't already. A lot of them have already gone back to school because they like to get them, you know, ready, and then so they're ready to hit the ground running next Tuesday, right before the next COVID restrictions. Something like that. Anyway, uh, this is the last weekend of summer. Tuesday, the swimming pools will be closed. And so uh, I hope that you uh, have a glorious weekend with the family. I'm going to have a glorious weekend with my family. I'm going to be smoking some pork butt. And uh, and for those who uh, don't understand barbecue, let me explain. I'm going to rub my butt today, and then I'm going to smoke it all night long. That's all you need to know. That's that's all you need to know. So uh, I want to mention this real quick at the top of the show because I thought it was... Uh, Rather interesting. If anybody in the audience, is there anybody in the audience who's had uh, plastic surgery or uh, Botox? I haven't done Botox because I always thought that uh, I thought forehead lines looked okay because, uh, you know, they happen. And if you have people with glistening, shiny foreheads when they're 80, uh, there's something going on there, you know. Uh, But anyway, Joe Joe Biden, a a plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills has looked at uh, Joe Biden for a while, and he says that uh, looking at Joe Biden's face uh, on a new TikTok video, this guy's name is Gary Mutke, and he says that Joe Biden, looking at all the work that he's had done, uh, has spent the equivalent of $100,000 through his political career to tighten and lift the skin on his face. That's what he's saying. And uh, isn't it nice to know? I mean, he got screwed, all right? I mean, we can admit that it's been $100,000 to look like the crit, crypt keeper. He spent $100,000 to look like the crypt, crypt keeper, and he got screwed. He got, And isn't it nice that Joe Biden could get screwed instead of us? Isn't that nice? Here's some of the things he's had done. He had the baby doll hair. Remember the baby doll hair? Maybe if you were a, you know, a kid in the 70s or 80s and you had one of those uh, baby dolls that used to have the little baby doll hair sticking out. They may still do today. He had the baby doll hair done about 30 years ago because his hair was really thinning. And then he did some other stuff like touch-ups, Botox and fillers. What, what, I don't know where they do fillers. But anyway, Botox and, uh, and fillers and a, a significant amount of plastic surgery throughout his political career. So that's your president. And I'll make another point here. You know... Uh, my wife just got a new job, right? And my wife is, you know, a couple years younger than me. And, uh, and my son said that her, uh, his, his company probably wouldn't hire somebody her age because, you know, they're looking for young blood, blah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. That would be age discrimination, but whatever. Um, and uh, uh, with, with, uh, with Joe Biden and with uh, John Fetterman 
and with, uh, let's see, Diane Feinstein, and with Mitch McConnell. They are the most powerful people in the country. These people are the most powerful people in the country. And uh, no one would trust any of them to drive your kid's school bus. Just think about that for a while. Nobody would sit and have Diane Feinstein sitting in her wheelchair with her handlers, uh, knowing that she can't go to the bathroom by herself, knowing that her kids are now in charge of her finances. It's so stupid. It's just so stupid. Nobody would say, Diane, you'll be starting on the bus route tomorrow morning at 7. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, with with training, all right, with the requisite training and experience, uh, nobody in their right mind, no airline would say to John Fetterman, John, here, pay attention to the monitor. You can't understand my language, but but pay attention to the monitor here. Would you be able to start flying for United on Tuesday? Nobody would ever say that. Ever, 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 ever. Uh, say, for instance, um, uh, there's another, uh, another. Uh, I don't know, maybe you're a uh, 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 soldier. Uh, no, that's not a good idea. But, but think of the myriad jobs that, that if you had Mitch McConnell sitting there going, gah, 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 would you hire him to, uh, to work for your company? No, you wouldn't. But to put absurdity on absurdity on absurdity, these people are the most powerful people in our government. And so they really, uh, first of all, I feel bad for some of them. I feel bad for, uh, I guess, Fetterman a little bit, you know. I feel maybe a little bit bad for Mitch McConnell. I don't care about Joe Biden. Uh, Dianne Feinstein, a little bad for her, I suppose. I feel really bad that their families don't care about en- enough about them to say, home and live out the last few years of your life and we'll take care of you but uh, it's just it is it is uh, it is absurd and that's why one of the things that I do on this show every day is point out the absurdity of it all recognizing the serious seriousness of it all but honestly if we just pound a desk and yell about this stuff we aren't going to accomplish anything so I'd rather make fun of them while we fight them how about that so it's a holiday weekend. Uh, this is probably a big weekend for movies. I don't know if you know about this. Uh, a lot of movies out there. And then Jim Gossett just sent me a brand new trailer. I didn't even know this movie was around. Apparently, I don't know if this is Francis Ford Coppola or what, but there's a new Godfather movie out. So let's listen to the trailer, shall we? Coming to a theater near you, Marlon Brando is Joe Biden yeah. in The Clodfather. A man who does not spend time with his family. That man is my son, Hunter. That's good. He's probably out with some stripper. Also starring Oscar winner Al Pacino as Hunter Biden. You're nothing to me now, baby mama. You're not my friend. I don't want to know you. And that child of yours will never get the family name. Hua! <laughs> what happened to my voice? Featuring Michael Gazzo as former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. Look, the DOJ guys promised me a deal. They kept saying Donald Trump did this and Donald Trump did that. So I said, sure, why not? The Claude Father. It's the Biden crime family like you've never seen them before. Honor, my son, what's what's the matter? Pop, this James Coma guy, he, he won't let it go. What am I going to do, Pop? What am I going to do? You can act like a man! Special appearance by Chris Cuomo as Fredo. I can handle things, I'm smart. Not like everybody says, like dumb, I'm smart, and I would respect. Marlon Brando is Joe Biden in The Clodfather. He'll make you an offer you can't understand. You know, the thing, 
come on, man. Distributed by Burisma Pictures. Your discretion advised. 10% for the big guy. 10% for the big guy. You gotta have 10% for the big guy. I think that Fredo's kiss has been replaced with Fredo's sniff. I, I could, you know, just walks right up behind Fredo and kind of does a sniff on his neck there, and everybody knows he's uh, he's he's not long for this earth. That's <laughs> Jim Gossett. Uh, by the way, if you want to if you want to chime in today on anything, eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. You know, the other day Mitch McConnell did this. Okay, this is a uh, this is a senator did this in front of uh, in front of the president. I'll do it again. This is when he froze up for the second time. What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh. Uh... Completely frozen up. Completely frozen up. Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026? What happened if he was in the in the cockpit when that happened? Just, just checking. Right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. Yeah, we're going to need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, last night I was watching uh, Newsmax, and, and Rob Schmidt's going to be on the show today, the third hour of the show. Yeah, he's being led off there by his handlers. Nobody's freaking out because they kind of know this is something that's happened before. Uh, but anyway, last night uh, on Rob Schmidt's show, Seb Gorka was talking about this, and he made an observation that I thought was an incredibly astute from somebody who isn't a medical, uh, a medical professional. Although, I want you to listen to this. <clears throat> Mitch McConnell has been cleared to continue to work. He's been continued. He's been cleared to continue his work as planned, according to the congressional attending physician, after a second episode. So he he froze up, and Brian Monahan, a Navy Rear Admiral who has served as the doctor for lawmakers and Supreme Court justices since 2009. I didn't know you could get an online medical degree. That's pretty cool. That's pretty amazing. Uh, he ultimately decided that McConnell could continue his schedule, attributing the episode to the lingering effects of a concussion he suffered earlier this year. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, and then he also said that it was uh, lightheadedness. Now, I've had lightheadedness before. Headedness, I've had it. Yeah, okay, insert your punchline here. <laughs> but, but lightheadedness really happens when you get up out of a chair too quick. Blood pressure's a little low. <clears throat> Maybe your sugar level's a little bit low. That wasn't, uh, that wasn't lightheadedness. No, 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 no. But here is Seb Gorka last night on, uh, on Rob Schmidt giving his analysis of how this event was treated. <laughs> I, think, I think you must have been listening to my radio show today, Rob. Um, it, it doesn't matter who you are. I don't care if you're you know, the CEO of Coca-Cola or the forklift truck operator. You, 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 can't, you can't do your job if you can't function. And I'm, I'm just a PhD, I'm not an MD, but let me quote Mark Siegel, who is a physician, who he said, here's the real tell from that video. Yeah. If somebody completely freezes like that, the staffers do what? They say, okay, nine one one, get a medic, get somebody. If that were your parents, like if that were your dad, and you're in a conversation, and dad just suddenly stops and looks in one direction, what would you think? You're thinking, holy hell, dad's having a stroke, right? That's what you'd say. You'd say, oh, my God, Dad's having a stroke. Mom, uh, hang out here. I'm going to call the ambulance, right? But in this case, the handlers did not. This guy's one of the most, uh, what, powerful people in the country. He is a senator of the United States of America. And they just go, I think we're going to need a minute. Yeah, I think we're just going to need a minute. This could be a stroke. The fact that the staff is so coolly go up to them and say, did you hear that? That means it's probably something they've been briefed on like Alzheimer's. Yeah. If it is the case that he knows what he's got, his staffers know yeah. what he's got, excuse me, how can and you represent Kentucky? Yeah, that's exactly right. 
That's exactly right. If if you, you know, at your office, if you worked at Google, if you worked at, hell, if you worked at Walmart, if you were a greeter at Walmart, and somebody came in and you went, and they said hi, and you went hi, and then just stood there, and looked off of the other direction, you wouldn't have a job as a Walmart greeter. But Mitch McConnell... <laughs> is a senator in the United States of America Senate. It's it's just so ridiculous. Let's go to Sam in uh, Selbyville, Delaware. Sam, welcome to the Rob Carson Show and a happy Friday to you. Good, buddy. Go ahead, Sam. There's only one thing wrong with us saying that Mitch McConnell's got to go. Uh, Why? A Democrat, they have a Democrat governor. And he'll, yeah. he'll replace him with a Democrat. Well, I, I understand that, um, and, and certainly there are repercussions, but do you suppose, I mean, honestly, we don't have a Senate majority leader right now uh, as, a, as, a, as a Republican, um, and Mitch McConnell is clearly bought and paid for, uh, and he clearly is not supporting Donald Trump in any way, shape, or form through these four indictments. And I'm just saying, any, any Republican who's going through what Donald Trump is going through right now with the weaponized yeah. Justice Department, how much worse can you do, Sam? I mean, maybe I don't understand all the nuances of an abusive, leftist, uh, 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 deep state tool like Mitch McConnell, I won't say he's completely leftist, but but really, is it going to get much worse than that? I I don't know. And then maybe Republicans elect a new uh, a new House majority or a, a Senate a minority leader. So I I don't know, Sam. But but honestly, well, you know, clear. Do we want to do what they do? Do we want to have somebody who can't talk and can't lead in leadership? No, I was going to say two wrongs don't make a right, and we should do the right thing, and then campaign like heck to get somebody else in there what in two years i think yeah, but, and, four years in already yeah the, the, you know it's kind of funny sam the question that he was responding to was are you going to run again in 2026 and that was his response which if you think about it was really a, a good answer because <laughs> he's not going to be able to run in 2026 he answered the question without answering the question which is kind of what politicians are known for sam i appreciate the phone call here's the number guys it's 800-922-6680 coming up uh oh my god peter Ducey uh took down Karim jean-pierre about joe biden and vacationing on maui we've got some amazing audio from nancy mace with what she's seen in uh in the uh, the skiffs that she's been going on with regard to joe biden and hunter biden and all of their illegal transactions she says like Greg Kelly said the other day, Joe Biden isn't going to be around much longer as a president. So we're going to get to all of that. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Come on, Pete. Start moving. Come on. You know, if you want a song that is going to uh, just blow your head off with joy and rhythm, Edwin Starr, 25 Miles. Write it down now, okay? 25 Miles by Edwin Starr. Write it down. It's from the mid-60s. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you something. He was remarkable. That is my go-to song. When I want to feel good because I've been feeling really crappy or I've been overwhelmed by the news, 25 Miles by Edwin Starr. Just add it. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. It is a spectacular spectacular song and speaking of that i do believe that jim gossett came up with another one for us about mitch mcconnell yeah it's a friday on the rob carson show 
I froze up again. I can't believe that Mitch froze up again. Ah, boy, yeah. No one's surprised except the left who are my friends. I'm China Mitch and I froze up again. Couldn't speak again. The voice is pretty good. Despite all of the time that I was taken, I looked weak again. You look pretty frail. A sound I wasn't capable of making. Or faking. Our senator. I froze up again. Can't even open a peanut butter jar by himself. I felt like Feinstein and John Fetterman. Can't get something off a high shelf. Wish I could get a pass like they give Biden. Cause I know I will freeze up once again. He has a walk-in bathtub. Yeah, Mitch knows that he'll freeze up once again. <laughs> he did. <laughs> you know that I'll freeze up once again. Ow. Uh, nurse. <laughs> nurse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you, I just, uh, you know, guys, all of this stuff that's going on in our news, and, and there are plenty of things to uh, be very concerned about, and, and I am very concerned about the country, where we're going. I'm concerned about the uh, what's happening with uh, with uh, Donald Trump, and, and, I, and I believe, honestly, that the truth will come out. I really, really do. Um, there are a lot of things that we need to address. There are a lot of people who will need to be held accountable like the judge who sentenced uh, Joe Biggs to 17 years in prison for going into the Capitol. I don't agree with what he did, but there are pedophiles and there are murderers and there are rapists who aren't even getting bail in places like San Francisco and New York. And so while I feel outrage every morning when I wake up, it's what we do with it. We have to be uh, we have to be warriors for it. Here's something I thought was really great. This is uh, Peter Ducey, and, and honestly, uh, Peter Ducey. I remember when he first started. I was like, "Oh, nepotism! Well, you know, his dad's on Fox and Friends, you know." And then I went, "No, this is a man who's who is his own man. He is his own journalist. It's not dad, you know. He's not writing cookbooks and stuff." <laughs> but anyway, listen to Peter Ducey. Uh, this question to Karim Jean-Pierre, where he states the obvious that while Maui burned, and we still are looking for at least 550 more people, most of them children. Listen to what he did to Karim Jean-Pierre, and listen to her reaction. And it seems like the hurricane response so far is robust. Did you guys realize that the initial Hawaii wildfire response was not that good? Or is it just easier for people to get help from the White House when the president is not on vacation? Woo! That was epic. And it's what everybody's thinking. So the premise of your question and the way you pose your question, I disagree, just for the record. We don't uh, care. So we don't care. Talk to, if you were to do your reporting and speak to the governor of Hawaii, Who's the a joke? senators uh, of Hawaii, the folks on the ground, they would say. Except for the people who are there who would say the opposite. The president reacted in record time. No, he didn't. When it came to dealing with the wildfires. No, he didn't. Uh, when it came to dealing and making sure that they got everything that they needed. No, he didn't. To deal with what was going on on the ground. Let's not forget. No, he, he spent $730 per household. Uh, he sent FEMA. FEMA shut off all aid from anybody trying to bring it in. So it was just FEMA or the Red Cross. They shut down all media coverage of it. And uh, and that's about it. Oh, and then they put up FEMA people in five-star resorts. More than 600 
federal employees on the ground already. Yeah, there's seven, 600 employees on the ground staying 45 minutes away at five-star hotels while the people in Maui sleep in uh, churches and gymnasiums and in tents, okay? Uh, congratulations to Mr. Ducey. That was awesome. More information on the Maui fires, your phone calls as well, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Somebody call a plumber. It's time to drain the swamp. It's the Rob Carson Show. It seems like the hurricane response so far is robust. Did you guys realize that the initial Hawaii wildfire response was not that good? Or is it just easier for people to get help from the White House when the president is not on vacation? (laughs) That is so fantastic. That's Peter Ducey yesterday. <clears throat> Got uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre's hackles up. And uh, and it's interesting because uh, this is the modus operandi of the Biden administration to uh, face plant when people need something and then to uh, react to it because it imp- impacts them politically. This happened with, uh, with uh, East Palestine, Ohio. There was no response from the fed- for feds at all. And then a week or so later, after Donald Trump went and visited, they sent Pete Booty gig and and where was where's he been? Where's the Secretary of Transportation been? Did you realize just uh, I think it was like three four weeks ago when I went to New Hampshire, my wife and I flew four times altogether. Three of the times we were delayed, and once for her and once for me, we had to get off the plane. So 75% delay or failure rate. Where has Pete Bootygig been? Honestly, where are all these cabinet members? Why is everybody all of a sudden quiet? Well, it's because they're all terrible at what they do, but they don't want you to see them, associate them with their failure, just in case one of them has to step in and run for president. That's what I think, because I don't think the president's going to be the president much longer. We'll get into that. Uh, this is yesterday. We're talking about the uh, the reaction, of course, of Karine Jean-Pierre. And uh, Russell Fry is a congressman from South Carolina. And last night he was on Newsmax. And here's what he had to say about what's going on in Maui and what the government isn't telling us but i've never seen that level of really cover-up ever in my entire life of seeing hurricanes on the ground being on the ground fema just doesn't act like that government officials no. don't act like that so this is the, the the administration's response has been lackluster at very best but it's it's almost been criminal yeah we still don't know how many people are missing no we don't know their status nope. uh, this is absolutely ridiculous and when you look carl at the front end of this the cries for help that were there from the beginning. We need water, we need resources, and none of it was followed up with. Look, every single disaster takes a local, federal, and state response. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here, you have three different directions, and no one's rowing the right way. Yeah, that is on uh, Rob Schmidt's show last night, and he will be joining us in the bottom of next, uh, the third hour of the show. My buddy uh, Shannon Burke's going to join us next hour, and he is like a biker version of me. Uh, uh, He is, well... I won't put that. That's kind of an insulting to associate him with me. He's a very funny dude, and he is also an astute Gen X commentator and uh, one of the coolest and funniest people I know. want to introduce you to him next hour if you haven't heard of him. Uh, he's remarkable. But um, like so many things uh, with, with Joe Biden, like for, say, for instance, uh, when you react to things because they're political, like Joe, I think it was 
Wasn't it, uh, who, who was it that did they, they, oh, oh, um, was it Clinton that he got a cat? And I think they, they, uh, they field tested getting a cat. You know, that's the kind of thing that politicians do. Uh, like Ron DeSantis, and nothing against Ron DeSantis, but they, uh, they literally, they have some conversations, a campaign saying, get your wife out on the campaign trail because you're not able to connect with people. <laughs> He's just yeah, nothing against Ron. I think he's, he's doing a great job as a governor. I think he's doing a yeoman's effort that should be an example to government governors across the country. The last hurricane and and this tropical storm that swept through Florida. I think he's doing a hell of a job. But he does. He's not a warm person. All right. He's not somebody you're going to sit there. He. You don't feel like you know. You're hanging out with Ron DeSantis. Donald Trump gets up there when he does a speech. He connects with people. He uses humor. He leaves the teleprompter. That's why it works. But some politicians can't do that. But Joe Biden, like I said, with the with the Maui response, uh, he failed, did a face plant, showed how callous he was, stayed on vacation while Maui burned, uh, uh, came to Maui for six hours, then went for another vacation. Same thing with his granddaughter. His granddaughter, Navy Joan, the seventh grandchild, uh, of uh, of of his family, whose son's progeny, he he uh, he had sex with a with an exotic dancer and and had the baby. And Joe Biden didn't mention anything about it. They even had like pictures of the stockings of all the grandchildren on the White House mantle mantle and a stocking for their dog who attacked Secret Service agents. But no Navy Joan. And finally, when enough people said, "Hey, you know, bleephead." Uh, you got a granddaughter. Then he mentioned her like two weeks ago, but he still hasn't said you can have the Biden name, which I wouldn't want. And he's still not making any overtures to connect with that little girl. And and uh, and Hunter Biden even got his uh, his uh, child support payment cut from twenty thousand dollars a month down to whatever we don't know. And then a couple weeks later, gets an apartment or a house in Malibu for $16,000 a month, okay? So th- these are, this is the family we're dealing with here. These people are not good people. And Joe Biden only responds, like going to Florida. He's going to go to Florida now. We don't need Joe Biden to go to Florida. Ron DeSantis has got everything handled, right? And this is kind of funny because Oprah and Dwayne Johnson have committed $10 million to make payments to people on Maui who are unable to return to their homes. It was a $700 a month. Or no, seven hundred dollars one one-time payment from the federal government to each household in Maui. That's it. So if you got six kids, seven hundred dollars. Four kids, seven hundred dollars. Oprah and Dwayne Johnson, they are contributing ten million dollars, which will give twelve hundred dollars a month to adults who are not able to return to their primary residences because of the recent wildfires. Now, to give you an example, uh, $1,200 would put up two FEMA agents at a five-star resort for one night. Put two and two together, people. <laughs> this is just, it is just, honestly, it is, it is, it would be laughable if it won't, weren't so serious. It would be laughable if they weren't so tone-deaf. Remarkable. Oh, this real quick about the uh, the economy. Yesterday, I, I had a guy who came to the house during the show. This is kind of funny. We had a home warranty guy come because our kitchen sink was clogged up, and I couldn't fix this one. And so he came out, and, and I should have asked him. I should have said, hey, man, how are you doing in this economy? I, I should have asked him. I should have asked him. Tell me, tell me about Maybe even Adam as a guest. He'd probably be more interesting than a lot of people. But I didn't ask him. 
But if, if inflation is buying, like I did a video on, on Twitter, I'll tell you about in a second yesterday. It's, it's, it's getting a lot of views. Inflation uh, ticked up to 3.3% in July, okay? Unemployment, job numbers dropped last month. Now, if I'm not mistaken, over a year ago, Joe Biden took over a billion, no, a trillion of our dollars and created this thing called the Inflation Reduction Act, all right? It's been more than a year and nothing has happened. The economy still sucks. And that should be a metaphor for all of the government money and all of the government, no matter what it does, they always generally fail, particularly when it's the, the federal government. And I don't want to you know, call everybody out, but generally, when it comes to massive spending measures that are going to fix everything, nothing ever gets fixed. Barack Obama, $787 billion, green energy infrastructure, nothing. Uh, Obamacare supposedly going to fix health care. Uh, the other day we hear from the powers that be that health care is still in shambles with people not able to afford health insurance, etc., etc., etc. Do you understand what I'm saying here? So literally over a year ago, he comes up with the Inflation Reduction Act. We know what it is. It's a giant payoff to green energy cronies. That's what it is. And also, 85 billion, no, 85,000 new IRS agents who can go after you and me for a myriad of reasons, presumably if you looked at the actions of the DOJ and the FBI in the last couple of elections and January the 6th, and I could go on and on, presumably it will be so they can target political opponents and use the IRS to nitpick people's profiles, nitpick people's returns, and do what they did to Donald Trump. Except for Donald Trump gets audited every year by the city, the state of New York every year for decades. So he's ready for it. But you might have written off something that the that the IRS can say, oh, and in 20, oh, you know, in 09, you did this. Well, here's the deal. We're going to fine you $10,000 and you've got to pay that now. And you can't pay it and you can't pay the attorney fees to fight it. And that's what they're going to do. I, that's what I believe, and if you look at the actions of the federal government recently, you would probably have to agree. That said, I went to Walmart yesterday, <clears throat> and I bought, are you ready? You want to hear how high on the hog this guy's living? I bought uh, six cans of Little Caesar dog food. I know it's foo-foo dog food, but it's the only thing my little uh, Shizu will eat, and I don't pronounce it the way that most people do. Uh, anyway, uh, a little bit of iced coffee from Starbucks. Iced coffee, you buy it in the bottle. It's cheaper than going to the coffee shop. Uh, I bought some. Are you ready for this? A gallon of bleach. Uh, let's see. Oh, I bought some of these little uh, uh, these little uh, uh, Asian uh Dumplings for my daughter out of the freezer section. Uh, that's what. Oh, I bought some diet soda that you used to be able to buy uh, pretty cheap. Uh, I got it on sale for three dollars and fifty cents per six pack. I bought two of them. You used to be able to get two twelve packs for seven dollars. Now you get one twelve pack for seven dollars. Uh, all of that came up to just under, I guess, with tax, about ninety five bucks. Uh, nothing here to feed the family. Now, I already had the other stuff. This was just kind of a run for necessities, little dog food, little coffee that, so I don't have to go to the coffee shop or whatever, and all of that. But uh, $95 to roll my cart out of Walmart yesterday, and that wasn't even 
the stuff that'll keep our family alive. Uh, you know, the food and the you know all of that. And then it's more expensive. Oh, and I bought shave cream. I went to buy some shave cream yesterday. I didn't even buy the expensive stuff. That was like four dollars and ninety seven cents. And it used to be like uh, two things of edge for four ninety nine. So uh, yeah, Bidenflation is uh, really hurting American families. We're lucky because uh, now I have a regular job. I've got a job. I could talk to you for a living. But I just imagine uh, how difficult it must be for everybody who, who maybe somebody who's making twenty nine thousand, thirty five thousand. Maybe their uh, a spouse is making thirty five thousand. A combined income of seventy k. I mean, that's, that's mind-blowing how much inflation is doing to those families. You know, when, uh, when Donald Trump was in office, I remember filling out my old truck, <clears throat> $36 to $42. Then when Joe Biden went into office, one time I filled up, it was $94. Now it's down to in the 80s. Uh, I have enough to pay for it. And I also live at home. So I or live at home. Of course, I live at home, but I also work at home, so I don't have to drive. But I can't even imagine if you're making a small amount of money and you got to drive 20 miles in each direction and you can't afford an EV, what you're going through right now. But Joe Biden doesn't care. Maybe eventually uh, some story will come out or something will happen where he has to check in on it. But right now, he doesn't feel it's, it's politically necessary to help you. Honestly, that's really kind of what it's all about. That's really what it's kind of all about. Oh, and then there's this. Check this out. ATM machines. ATM machines. Uh, this is a great headline. The great ATM ripoff. Cash machine fees reach record high as customers forced to pay $5 for a transaction. Not only do we ba- we bail out banks when they fail, <laughs> you know, we're also getting hit with these fees that are are ridiculous. Like this is getting close to. <clears throat> I used to occasionally go to casinos and play a little a blackjack. I, I would take a hundred dollars, go to the casino, sit down. When I lost my hundred dollars, I'd leave. If I won some money, I'd stop at a certain level, and and then walk out. I usually broke even, but the ATMs usually cost you five or seven dollars at at the casino. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I haven't done it for years. I don't I don't gamble, but anyway. So ATM fees have reached a record high. Consumers being slapped five dollars surcharge, uh, and a fresh analysis by the website Bankrate found that an average customers were forced to pay four seventy three for an out of network cash machine, seven cents up from last year. All right, uh, when a customer withdraws money from an ATM that doesn't belong to their bank, they are billed twice by their own firm and the machine provider. All right? So you're paying your bank. Are you ready for this? You're telling the bank that uses your money, generally when it's, you know, checking interest-free, they're telling you you need to pay the bank, the bank that you have your money in, uh, a fee to get money out of a box that's standing in front of you. <laughs> it's just it's just ridiculous. And again, when you're making <clears throat> 29 grand, 35 grand, 40 grand, those little fees and those uh, you know, overdraft charges, uh, they're they're kind of like one of those payday loans. You know, once you get in that spiral, you're kind of screwed. Anyway, coming up, I've got some uh, amazing audio from Nancy Mace, who's seen the bank records affiliated with Joe Biden and Hunter. And what she said to my friend John Fredericks yesterday is going to blow your mind. That's coming up. Here's the number, 800 This is The Rob Carson Show. 
kids. This is what you can buy at Walmart for nearly a hundred dollars. Walmart Thank yesterday. You, Joe Another bag. I bought some crap. Yeah, I got some Pringles and some cheese. Yeah, I got some Pringles. Uh, Get some over diet it. soda on sale. One for me. Some uh, cold coffee. Some bleach and some. Milk. That's what it sounds like a cart going through the Walmart parking lot. Oh. The most expensive item is some melatonin gummies. Many of you people who shop at Whole Foods exclusively can't relate. But uh, that's it. That's all. The concierge it. brings your groceries to the curb. $100. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Bleepin Biden. There you go. So uh, about $100 of groceries and nothing that will feed the family. And I did. I bought some Pringles because they're on sale. Because my daughter likes Pringles, and I cheat a little bit on the diet on the weekends. And if you think, uh, you know, check out my picture that I put on, uh, on, on Twitter and Facebook and Getter and all that from two days ago. I, I did one right after I worked out. So I, I deserve a Pringle every once in a while, I'll just tell you. And, uh, and the reaction I got was pretty positive. I've lost about 60 pounds altogether. So anyway, um, that's, uh, that's what it costs to go to Walmart these days. And, uh, and I can't even imagine what it's like to try to feed little kids. Or buy formula right now. Formula, I remember formula. Little can of formula. It would break you. Diapers break you right now. Unbelievable. So um, I'm going to save the audio from Nancy Mace coming up. I do have something that I want to play from uh, Tucker Carlson. He, uh, he did an interview with Adam Carolla. And, and I want you to listen to this because I've been talking about the absurdity that we're supposed to believe. And he made a really good point with this that, uh, that I hope you can relate to. And then he made a dire kind of prediction, which I'm not ready to bed down with. I think the lies are, are, are unsustainable. Lying is always unsustainable. Yes. You're always found out in the end, whether in your lifetime or posthumously. But you're, you know, lies are always revealed. Yes. Yeah by their nature and these lies are so big and so obvious and so stupid yes. that it's going to be very clear to the majority of voters before the remember when i said don't catch the stupid two years ago election that the biden administration has no idea what it's doing that joe biden is not running the government yes. and that it's not working at all and i think by that point we're going to have a real economic contraction i think we're going to be in the in the teeth of a very tough recession and that makes everything much more intense yes and so if your goal is to maintain power and if you think once you relinquish power the problem with everything becoming listen the problem with criminalizing politics is the people who do it imagine or know that it will be done to them yes so once you start indicting your political opponents you know that you have to win or else they're going to indict you if they win yes right right yes and so they can't lose they will do anything to win so how do they do that they're not going to do COVID again. I know everyone on the right is afraid they're going to do COVID and yeah. mask mandate. They they're not, not going to do that. They it's can't do work. that. If they've already been exposed, that won't work. There's going to be... No. What are they going to do? They're going to go to war with Russia. That's what they're going to do. All right. Now, that's what Tucker is saying. And I'm going to tell you, I have a 23-year-old son, and I will uh, block the door and chain myself or do whatever it takes to prevent him or my daughter from serving in a war we don't need to belong in. Do I think it's going to go there? I don't know. Do I think that there are a myriad ways that the left can make things go south? Yes. All I would say to you is be ready, uh, be positive, look for solutions, stay focused, stay pissed, and come together to save the country. There you go. You know, like the hood in the trailer park did with uh, Donald Trump's mugshot the other day. All right, hour number two of the show's coming up. Great Nancy Mace video audio that's going to blow your mind. This is the Rob Carson Show.
Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. It's our America. We built it. Courage. Freedom. Millions go to Newsmax when they need to know. Start today on the free Newsmax app. Newsmax is real news for real people.